Hey, it's Shanna, and this is the At Home Tarot Podcast, where we're building a home within ourselves, one daily spiritual practice at a time. Good morning. Welcome into today's uh, spiritual practice of tarot with me, Jenna Dale, here at my home. And uh, I am starting this day early, and I'm starting this day having spilled almost every drop of coffee <laughs> that I warmed up and made for myself this morning all over the coffee table and onto the rug and onto a bunch of things things my partner had on the coffee table and under the coffee table. So that is how my morning began. <laughs> Just before this, I was mopping up coffee thinking, mm, my goodness, that smells so good. I'm so sad. <laughs> I got one beautiful swallow of coffee this morning and then that was it. Um, oof. You know, it's these little things. It's these little things that teach us. Um, and, you know, one of the things that I've been contemplating on that this kind of reminds me of as we, we get into our reading is that, you know, our immediate life is where our biggest lessons as humans are meant to naturally come from, in my opinion, okay, my opinion, my philosophy, my contemplation. Um, no way to prove this for anybody else. But I often think the more and more I form a true relationship with source and spirit, that things that are extremely man-made, like social media, and that is extremely driven by the ambitions and the desires of, you know, the human race, that less and less am I finding my lessons, my direction, my way from those spaces. And the more I pull back, the more I find my trueness, right? My trueness. And by that, I just mean the things I'm supposed to learn, right? The things I'm supposed to learn, the things that I am supposed to create are here. They're in the life around me, not the one on my phone. Um, the life lessons the relationships, the small things, the little growth expansions we all get. Those are all coming from my daily life. The little intuitive nudges or the little inspirational nudges I get. All from the life happening around me that I can reach out and touch in some way. Or it's here. I, I actually see it in real life. Less and less do I believe that my lessons are found on social media. Um, that what I need to know is found there. Not because people aren't doing wonderful things, and they are. And not that I can't find support there, which I do. I find knowledge there. 
I find support there. I find friendship there. You know, I find community there. But what I don't find is my direction. What I don't find are my particular life lessons for this moment. And I was thinking about that as the coffee spilt. And, you know, in years past, that would have derailed me. You know, I would have been in quite a mood um, and a panic. And I wasn't. And it was slow and I cleaned it up. And you know what happened because I spilled all that coffee and had like one beautiful swallow left? I savored that like nothing else. That one swallow felt like everything. And that's a lesson I'm learning right now is I don't need it all. I don't need it all. I just need enough. I just need enough. Like more does not equal more goodness, more sensation, you know, more uh, fulfillment. For me, I'm coming back to a space where maybe less actually means more enjoyment, more savoring. I mean, who doesn't want to feel that feeling you get when you're savoring something? And I feel like maybe that's a word coming up for me and maybe a word coming up for my next year uh, because I, not in an official capacity, especially with my clients and things, but just on a personal level, I believe that the Celtic New Year is somehow like my new year, my new year. Um, it's the Celtic New Year at the end of October. And so I always believe November 1st is the first, you know, kind of month of the year. It's winter. My first poetry book in the season begins. Winter is the beginning of the year. Autumn as the end of the year. I didn't mean to do that. It's just how things happened. To me, that is the flow of the year. It starts in winter and it ends in autumn with a crescendo and then a whole lot of release and winter is when I actually do my most work because one you're homebound you're hibernating you know and there's a lot of solitude in that and I create the most in solitude and I create the most when things are slowed down so I'm thinking about savoring and I'm thinking about the fact that you know I think that source speaks to us through our real life. Um, and I'm going to talk about that. I think I'll try to bring that in today. I'm just going to sit up on this creaky old futon we have in the spare room that I'm recording on today because my partner's home. Um, I- I'm going to try to bring it in in little bits and pieces today uh, because that um, that message is, is coming to me. And so I'm going to pass it forward to you that experience of savoring and learning things by really listening to the life around you. And by listening, I mean, noticing the experiences you're having, even the small ones, witnessing them, seeing them. When we're checked out on our phone, I actually believe we're not getting the lessons we need to get. You know, what do you need to learn right now? Chances are it's already playing out in your life. 
Little things are showing you. Somebody in your life is telling you. They're mirroring it to you. They're they're showing you where your growth points are. They're sharing lessons that they're learning that resonate with you. Um, they might even be reflecting what you're doing to you and, and saying things to you. You might be having experiences like me, uh, you know, sometimes I go through these phases where I'm klutzy and, and things. And so there's a mirroring in my relationship to my real life that actually leads me to more growth than um, I find on social media. Uh, because I think it's just a social media is really just, um, in its essence, uh, a mask. You know, it's living in the egocentric kind of space. And don't get me wrong, I love social. I'm really good at creating egocentric space. And I'm bringing in more, um, trying to bring people's reality and being real and being genuine into social media for my clients um, in a way that still really works for their goals. But it's a whole thing. Um, Let's look at the cards today. Um, While I just pause to take a breath and um, bring these cards together, what are you experiencing today? What have you been going through? And how are you in particular experiencing that experience? Where's the nugget there, right? Where's the thing, like my savoring thing? And maybe it's a beautiful lesson and maybe it's a hard one. But what is it? What has life been reflecting to you? What have the things you've been in relationship to, whether it's, you know, your person, your people, but also your life, you know, if you're partnering with your life, if you're partnering with, you know, what's happening in your day, what is, are those things mirroring to you right now? What, what does it keep coming back to? You know, what is repeating for you? Mine keeps saying less, savor more on less. What is it for you? And this is a big theme today. And so our self-abandonment card today is the nine card of the major arcana. It's the hermit card. It's Virgo energy. It is a picture of what, you know, almost kind of looks like Gandalf the wizard, to be honest. I've always thought that, you know, with the robes and the hat and the beard and the staff. And there's a lantern that they're holding up into the darkness, the abyss, the void. And self-returning today is the two of cups. And so there's two people um, who are across from each other, almost mirroring each other, um, holding their cups, offering their cups to one another. There is um, a lion with wings and the, the kind of health symbol, meaning there's a a healthy dynamic going on. There's a health, there's a flow, there's an aliveness here. And they're in very even ground. Two of cups. This is, you know, the the choice of our emotions, the choice of our heart. Um, who do we choose? What do we choose? Um, who chooses us? 
you know, what chooses us? I love that question. What is choosing us? I love to live my life that way. You know, what is choosing me right now? Do I choose it? <laughs> and that can be small things. It can be big things like places to move to or relationships or jobs. Um, it can be small things, small little choices of the heart. And so today we have this real opposition um, and, and very clear clear contrast in the cards of alone and, and in relationship. So for some people, it may be very simple um, that there's still, maybe there's a desire to be alone, a desire to be alone uh, that is somehow a self-abandonment. And that self-returning means recommitting to uh, seeing if a relationship can actually be, you know, chosen, um, if a relationship can find its balance and its health and come back into a healthy place. For some people, it's that simple. Uh, that may not be for everyone, but that may be for someone listening. A confirmation. For others, there's there's a depth here of going deep into self-analysis and having that not be the service needed to you for you instead it's a little bit as I was speaking of where instead of going deep into self-analysis mode and isolating yourself and going within and uh, continuing to try to traverse the void within Instead, we start partnering with things in our life that are choosing us. We start choosing what is choosing us. And that's such a way to growth. And I know a lot of people's growth is very attached to relationship because let's admit it, relationships, the ones you choose, um, have a huge impact on your life, you know, huge impact more than anything else. I believe our relationships do, you know, we know people who are extremely wealthy, successful, healthy. And if their relationships are terrible, um, you can just, it, it just seeps into their life, you know, because it's the heart of life. It is the heart of life to be connected. And then you know people who just have regular jobs. They live off what they can. And they have these beautiful, fun, meaningful, enjoying relationships. And you can tell they radiate, right? And so um, relationships are so important. Um, and they can be a place for growth. So let's talk about this, this hermit and what it means. So the hermit is Virgo energy and it is about, um, shining a light in, in your darkness, 
right? Shining a light, looking, traversing, traveling, right? Traveling into yourself and not even just yourself, but into that void, that unknowable part of you that slowly unfolds through life. We slowly start to understand it's self-analysis. Um, Virgo, Virgo is right in the middle. It's a transition. So when we hit Virgo, we're moving from this very egocentric life that we are building. You know, Aries all the way through Leo is it's kind of all about, um, you know, the the egocentric life, that first life, if you think if you're in your 30s and moving through transition, you might know what I mean by your first life, um, or maybe it's your 40s or 50s. You know, it's that life you built um, on the ego side of you, on what kind of self-image you want to portray to the world. And we hit Virgo, and all of a sudden we we realize there's other people. And it's not that we didn't before, but we weren't seeing them as human, as the same as us. Meaning what's going on in me is going on in my partner, is going on in the person I'm dating, is going on in my friends and family members. Instead, you know, we get into this, and this is where social media does us some hindering, we very easily just begin to label people as, you know, not for us, for us, which is fine. It's fine. Um, but we start, and I did this, I shoved all my problems onto others. Like, you know, I wouldn't have these problems if you would just do this. And setting boundaries as control instead of, you know, having a boundary be my fence, not theirs. Um, and I force my boundaries so much on some people that um, it really hurt them because every conversation was a critique of their behavior. And it's because I really, somewhere in my heart and my mind, I was still not viewing them as a real person, a human just like me, who would feel extremely awful having been on the receiving end of what I just said to them. That that was not kind. That that was not honoring of humanity. And I own that. And I did that a lot. Um, and when things are bad, I forget that other people feel my feelings, think the way I do, you know, that my words impact them in the same way that their words are impacting me. The same. And when that happens, we have Virgo and Virgo starts to become aware. Aware that life is not just about us and what we want and what we're creating and our stability and our mindset and what we think and what we've created. Oh my goodness, everybody else is having their own experience of life just as humanly as I am. And how am I doing with that? And this is the void that the hermit has to go through. And this is the void that Virgo goes through, where we start to wake up to that. 
and we start to analyze what our behavior has been doing to other humans. And we need, and Virgo wants to put those in right order, right? Virgo is all about putting things in the right order, having a better system for things. One that's, that's more serving. And that's great. Now this isn't self-abandon, but I did want to talk about it because I've never talked about the hermit card quite so deeply. Um, And you know, we just left Virgo season. And so we might have had an awakening again of, oh yeah, you know, other people feel what I am feeling. What if I was on my own receiving end and having that hardship? And then what's funny is then we move in to Libra, which is all about relationships and balance and justice, you know, the natural consequences of our actions on our relationships. That's Libra season right? And we see that mirrored in the self-returning of coming back together and having it be more even, having mutual respect there, having, you know, a healthiness there. And so I think that what this is telling us today about self-abandon is just that I see a lot of people who go into this not come out of it, that they want to stay in the self-analysis, we have such a, I'm going to use this word very cautiously because I have people in my life who, um, you know, struggle with this, but it's an addiction, I think, you know, and not, not, it might not feel the same as people who, you know, have had an addiction to something else. Um, but it is, um, a compulsion, it becomes an obsession for us to just stay in the self-work. Um, I help facilitate a program and we see it all the time. And I was one of them. I went through the program and had this very experience of, oh my goodness, I'm obsessive and addicted to self-help. And that's part of the very thing that is actually holding my relationships and my life back. Because I think if I can just work on myself a little bit more, I can get what I want. And that actually ended up not being true. I mean, I did continue to grow, but I let myself off the hook from so much. You know, I stopped reading all the books. I stopped listening to all the podcasts. You know, I started living more. I started reading more intentionally. Um, I did with work with a coach a little bit longer, but even that, it was intentional space. It was no longer taking over my whole life. And we see this, and I think Virgo in self-abandon is that urge we get, and I got, um, when we're learning about ourselves. We're trying to, most of us, improve our relationships or our work life or you know our health or things like that. And we get so obsessed with the self-help and so obsessed with the growth and so obsessed with going within and traversing that inner landscape that we become unaware of others. Like we think we're becoming more aware of them, but we're actually kind of making them two-dimensional characters in our self-help story. Right? They're two-dimensional characters in our self-help story. We 
we're like, oh, well, they're just not for me. Bye. And meanwhile, you know, I'm sitting here six years out going, fuck. Like, I wish I hadn't done that. I wish I hadn't done that. And it's not regret. It's an acceptance of where I was at. And I don't sit and and stew on that. I've forgiven myself for that, but it's still there. And so I think today it's a big warning sign. And I see this in relationships, especially with um, a lot of women in my life. Um, Not all of them, just noticing and clients I talk to in my one-off sessions about relationships through our tarot readings and things. And they they get so into self-help, they forget to live. They forget to actually be in the relationship instead of kind of hovering it over it, doing self-analysis, self-help. But we also know that when you're obsessed with self-help, you're also trying often to self-help others, right? I know that that was something I got into. And so I think that this... Virgo that is next to this two of cups is saying, hey, like, you know, you're trying to hover over your relationships, watch them, do yourself help, but you're also trying to move your your person forward and do that work. You know, you're trying to transfer the self-help onto them. And you're, you know, you're probably doing this out of the goodness of your heart to create, you know, a um happier relationship, a happier life. And it's not working today. And in fact, it's probably not going to work. There's a good chance that that sort of energy is not going to work. Uh, This is not about never analyzing yourself. It's so important. But we need to start doing it in relationship too, not alone. Not alone inside our heads. Our heads are, what, what do people say? Our heads are, um, your mind is a bad neighborhood. Don't go into it alone. You know, don't do it. <laughs> I've learned that. Um, and so I think with the the two of cups here, one is, you know, be in relationship with someone to do this work and don't put it all on yourself. You know, that's a big one. If you're trying to improve your relationships and improve yourself, um, don't do it alone. You can't see your own blind spots, right? We can't be our own mirrors. People talk about, I'm working on my unconscious, unconscious patterns. Unconscious means you can't see them. You, you can't see them. That's exactly what that word means. It means it's unavailable to your sight. So how can you be working on them when you can't see them? Well, you must partner with someone who can start reflecting, mirroring them with, to you, with you. Okay. Um, which is hard for people. People often want to stay out of that. That's why we do our own self-work at home in our offices, in our bedrooms. And it's not that that's not important. It is. I'm not saying don't do that. Just today's that reminder that sometimes the bigger growth happens when we have a trusted person. I think also with the two of cups today, it's saying, you know, choose, choose your relationship, choose your real life, choose with, with your heart, not with your head. 
And what are you choosing with your heart lately? Um, I think there's there's a big call when it comes to choosing relationship today to trust ourselves um, to that we can also contemplate and move towards a new life or a new existence or a new experience, both of life and of relationships and love, if we just trust ourselves in love. And I know that that's hard. I say that and I just, I I feel someone cringing. Like, yeah, but how, you know? And it's the same as the hermit. It's just, you're the hermit in relationship. There's so much mirroring in the hermit and the two of cups because the hermit is holding out the lantern with the light, the healing light of the star. And it it kind of reminds me of the people who are holding out the cups. But it's in the light of day. It's with each other. Okay, it's not online. It's not by yourself, you know, and that's the trust. And then, you know, you get to sit and contemplate what's going on in those cups in the light of day, you get to take it slow. There's no rushing in the two of cups. It's a very healthy pace. It's a very healthy, um, communication. It's, um, it's really wonderful. Actually, it's very healthy. And I think that's what it is today, you know, and, and there's a trust in this card of ourselves, but there's also a trust in others and trust in what is bidding for a relationship with us. You know, this might be another person. Some of you might have another person who it's like, okay, I'm going to step out of my self-help bubble. I'm going to remember that this is another human being. I'm going to recommit myself to this relationship or I'm going to see what happens when I actually focus on the relationship, not on learning about relationships, you know, and, and I'm going to trust me and my partner to figure out our rules and how things work for us, right? Because... You can't, I, I have, you cannot apply everything you learn in the self-help realm to your relationship. You have to figure out what your relationship enjoys first, you know, because not everything's going to work. I learned that as well. Not everything you learn about relationships works for your relationship. Um, the queer community does wonderful with this. You know, this is why I follow queer uh, relationship people because they are so open to um, more and uh, around fluidity in relationships that I think a lot of the heteronormative based or the ones who started as heteronormative are kind of missing, which is not everything's going to work for your relationship. Your relationship is fluid. It might change every day. It might change week to week, month to month. Your person is their own person, not you. You know, there's beautiful messages. And um, I really appreciate the queer community um, and people teaching from their life experience of that because it has um, broadened my perspective um, and it was needed. Um, so deep appreciation <laughs> to those people. I know they're, they're meant to be teaching, you know, probably other queer people, but, um, it is just as potent. Like I don't, I, I don't think it just applies, you know, to them. I think there's, there's something in that, 
um, at least in the concepts of it, even if not in the details, right? Um, that that is so spot on, so spot on. Um, and so um, that's what we're doing today. And the last thing I'll say about this two of cups before I leave you is exactly what we started with, right? We always come back to the beginning. And that is, instead of going it alone or trying to keep going inside you, what is asking you to partner with it in your life? Today, I had to partner with my coffee spilling. I had to partner with savoring. Oh, it tasted so good. It tasted better than a full cup of coffee, guys. It really did. It really did. And so I I had to partner with that lesson today and uh, find peace in it, right? And I did. And, and that's that. And I had to really work for it because it took me probably about 20 minutes to clean up that spill um, <laughs> this morning, just the way our coffee table is built and the way it's spilled and all that stuff. Um, and the carpet underneath it, unfortunately. And so um, what is actually happening in your real life? Because that is where you find your path. I believe that's where Source is offering you um, your biggest signposts, your biggest direction, your biggest lessons are in your real life. You won't find them online or in a book. You will sometimes find solutions, experimentation, practices, thoughts, perspectives in books. And that's beautiful inspiration. Absolutely. You know, but you're not going to find what works for you or where you're meant to go unless you're partnering with what is showing up in your life. Um, so what is offering itself to you in your real life right now? Could be as small as, you know, dropping a cup of coffee and learning the lesson of savoring um, on less. What is it for you today? What has happened to you today already? Were you paying attention? Oh my goodness. We can learn so much if we all just started paying attention a little bit more to what's right in front of us. You know, attention is a spiritual practice and attention is like the foundation of relationship. You don't give someone attention when they're bidding for it, when it's required or just in general, you know, I watch relationships go downhill every single time. Attention is important. Not all our attention, not all day, but when it's in front of us, whatever's in front of us be it a person or a project, <sighs> a spilt cup of coffee. Are we giving our full attention to it? Because when we do, sometimes we receive something back. Something in that chooses us. And that's that's just really important. So that's what I have for you today. Not a ton of practical, I know, but I think you'll find your practical in it. I trust you in that. You know, what What can you do today, having listened to this, would be a really good question. You know, can you set an intention for the rest of your day or tomorrow or tonight, whenever you're listening to this, uh, based on what you heard here? What kind of guidance did you hear here, right? Because I can say all this stuff, but you are the one that goes, I think this means this. You know, I'm, I'm just hearing this in this podcast today. Um, and usually it's just one or two things out of like a whole 30, 
35 minutes, then that's fine. Um, I enjoy talking to you. I enjoy that you're listening. Um, thank you for being here time, time and again. Um, I'm going to go possibly make more coffee, but maybe my lesson today is to go get some water instead. Um, I hope you have a beautiful one. Um, and if you're looking for a reading, do reach out. Um, the end of my new year is coming. As I said, I love doing Halloween readings. Um, I do them as new year readings. So I pull a card on every single month. Um, and I've had some really beautiful years where that really aligns. Um, I just do them by recording. Although if you want to do them in real time, you can head to my website and book, um, a one-on-one, a 90 minute one-on-one and say like, I want the, the end of year reading, like the new year reading on Halloween. Um, and you know, we'll go from there. And yeah, I think that's what I've got for you. So, um, do reach out, do book a reading. Let's get together. Um, let's read your cards instead of just our collective. And I will see you again tomorrow. All right. I care about you. Have a good one. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye now. Thank you for joining me at home for our daily practice today. If you'd like deeper insight into your current energy, head over to jennadale.com slash insight messages to order a personalized reading from me and be sure to hit subscribe wherever you're listening so you can join me again tomorrow. See you then. Thank you.